0: Welcome to the C3 Eastern Suburbs podcast. We're glad to have you tune in today and hope this message blesses you. If you'd like to visit, we meet in Gleninus, Auckland on Sundays at 10am. You can also find us on www.c3easternsuburbs.org.nz. Enjoy the message. Hey, good morning, church, church online and home gatherings. Absolutely brilliant to have you here with us today. We're in this little season on recreate, that God is a created God. He makes new things and he makes all things new. He wants to recreate you, to refresh you, to restore you, uh, to bring the goodness of God into your life. So absolutely fantastic to have you tuning in with us. Hey, uh, this week we're talking about recreate a new church and uh, what does church look like in this season obviously we're, we're back under red omicron is here uh, it's all happening and it's forced us to think through what does church look like in this season how are we supposed to operate how is this thing going to all come together and it's a it's a bit of a challenge let me tell you that but it's, it's the pivot it's uh it's shifting it's trying to trying to work out what actually works best And we just need to adjust and be flexible at this time. See, what I love is that church is essentially very simple. Church, it's just people coming together to worship their Creator. Uh, Can I be honest, I absolutely loved Church in the Wild uh, last Sunday. Out in the outdoors, people gathering together, lifting their hands in nature and in creation, overlooking the sea. It was absolutely fantastic. People coming, greeting one another, and, and spending time together to honor God. And uh, it's just it's that. It's coming together, hearing the Word of God. And see, church hasn't really... Uh, changed that much over 2,000 years. Uh, God instituted the church over 2,000 years ago. And, and when we look at the early church, it was actually very simple. And I, I think probably the greatest passage around the early church is Acts chapter 2, verse 42 onwards. And uh, let me read those verses to you. It just says, Acts two forty-two. it says, They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship, to the breaking of bread and to prayer, Everyone was filled with awe of the many wonders and signs performed by the apostles. All the believers were gathered together and had everything in common. They sold property and possessions to give to anyone who had need. Every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad and sincere hearts, praising God and enjoying the favor of all people. And the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved." And uh, this morning I just want to break down uh, what essentially the church is, what the church looks like 2,000 years ago, and and what it can look like today. Because these are the things which, which they devoted themselves to. This was not like just a, hey, casual acquaintance, take it or leave it, whatever happens. But they devoted themselves to a few things. And let me just pull out what those things are. Number one, the first thing they devoted themselves to was the Apostles' teaching, to the Word of God. And it's so important that we uh, that we come around the word of God, that we open the Bible, that we read it, that it helps shape who we are. And, and I'm committed to making sure that we're preaching from the Bible, uh, that we open that and it, it shapes us. We wrestle with it. It challenges us. The second thing that is, they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship. Personally, I don't really like the word fellowship, but it seems a little bit of a bizarre word. But it's just hanging out, it's, it's hanging together, and it's just coming together, you know, the greeting one another, the spending time, the coffee after church, chatting, finding out how people are doing, you know, seeing their kids growing up and, and all that. And it's an important part of what church is. It's one of the things I've actually really missed uh, with church. Online and, and I've loved over the last couple of weeks with, when we gathered in the home gatherings and just seeing people come together and just that connection, it's, it's a God thing. In Church in the world again, it's that God thing as, as people come together. Uh, the breaking of bread, they devoted themselves to breaking of bread, it's communion, sharing just food together. Honouring God together, remembering what Jesus Christ did on the cross. I think it's an important part of what church is in it. And I, I still think, don't think we've actually captured that fully. And I think the opportunity in these home gatherings is, is to maybe create more of an expression of communions and eating together. They To breaking of bread and to prayer. To prayer. So important. It's that just laying on our hands. Of blessing, whether an impartation of healing, the laying on of hands and prayer, praying for one another, praying for direction, praying for the goodness of God, speaking blessing and life over each other. Everyone was filled with awe at the many wonders and signs performed by the apostles. And again, it's as signs and wonders, it's awe. The awe-inspiring presence of God. The the God-breathed moments which happens when, when people come together. Signs and wonders. It's the breath of the Holy Spirit through the meeting. And we need to keep creating that environment where God is in our midst. It's shared resource. All the believers were together and had everything in common. They sold property and possessions to give to anyone who had a need. And uh, personally, uh, to be honest, I'm a little bit unsure how that all works. You know, whenever I've seen uh, people do that, like form a commune, sell all their possessions, it uh, always seems to end up a little bit weird, uh, dodgy leadership, and uh, almost turns into always turns into a cult, and something gets weird around it um, when they do that. However, what what I do believe, and what I love about the church is that ability to share resources, to look after the, the, the needy and the broken, to look after the widows and the orphans, to share what we have. And, and I love how our church does that and, and gives and shares together all the, the diverse people in our community come together. And we need to share what we have, what we have in common, and appreciate that. That goes on. And they, every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts they broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad and sincere hearts. And, and here we see that they meet together in the, in the temple courts, and then they also meet home to home. And so there's the expression of, of the church gathered, the larger gathering together. And then there's also that smaller gathering in the homes where they do that. Praising God and enjoying the favor of of all people, praising God. They lifted their hands in worship. They sang mm-hmm. psalms, psalms, spiritual hymns together and worshiped God together. And I, and I love it we come together, we, we honor God, we lift our hands, we worship, we stand in his presence in the goodness of God. We do that. And they enjoyed the, the favor of all people. They, they enjoyed favor. They were an absolute blessing to their community. And one of the things on my heart is that, that wherever we meet, that we would be a blessing to the community. We wouldn't annoy people or annoy the neighbours, but they man, it's great to have that church uh, in our community and that the blessing of God would flow, that we are, we are blessed to be a blessing. And then it goes, and the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. There was salvation, people coming into the kingdom of God. There was growth, there was expansion, the goodness of God. And that's what I believe that the the church 2,000 years ago looked like and what it also should look like today. See, we, we can do this. And, uh, you know, with our current situation, here we are in New Zealand, you know, my, my feeling is that we're not through the season yet, and, and over the next few months, it's, it's going to get a little bit messy, and there's going to be restrictions on how we can operate and how we can do church. So I want to just talk to you a little bit of how we're wanting to operate over the season. And, and let me be honest, this, this is it's shifting. It may be this one week and different and another, and we are just got to work through that, but that's okay. But there's there's three modes of operation and and my heart is you know we sat down last night as as the board as the eldership team and just talked through these things and our heart is that we'd be inclusive our heart is that we would gather people no matter where you are or what you have that you are loved that you are cared for and that there is a place for you in c3 eastern suburbs and uh However, we we need to operate within the government guidelines. And so that means uh, a few things of how we do that. So we're going to be doing, continuing to do home gatherings that we'd gather from house to house in different homes and we'd gather together and uh, and we we can do, you know, all those things which we talked about in, in Acts 2.42. We can do that together in homes. We're going to continue to do church online so that there'll be something up on church online if you're unable to make it to church if you're away on holiday if you you know if you're sick uh, so can't come if you have got of kids are sick and you can't turn up that's okay uh, just watch it online or maybe you're immunized compromised hey that's okay uh, but keep in touch with us watch online comment be a part of it and and the other thing is is the church gathered uh, one of the things we've found with the church gathered at Teoto, uh the community, Music and Arts Community Centre in Glen Innes, uh, under orange and under red, they're restricting the attendance in the auditorium to 40 people. So at the moment, we're looking at alternative uh, venues where we can meet uh, with a greater expression of that. And so we want to announce that uh, once that's finalised and let you know where we'll be gathering. But our heart is to be inclusive, to gather as many People as possible together to make a way that we can worship God together as a church. And uh, everything over February and March, uh, let's do another church in the wild. Well, uh, it's good weather, fingers crossed, prayer, let's do this let's worship outside and uh, see how that goes. And the ability to shift easily between the different modalities. Hey, one week it might be this, one week it might be something else. But uh, we'll be trying hard to communicate. Look out on our uh, Facebook page, on our Instagram page, and you'll be able to find details of of where we're at. You'll need to register for the home gatherings. Uh, With the home gatherings also, we're wanting to introduce an open gathering uh, for those who are unvaccinated. And if you want to attend, we'll be looking at that. So uh, look out for that as well. Last week we we just shared a little scripture which has kind of resonated with me over this little season. It's just this little thing of make every effort. In Hebrews 12, 40, make every effort to live in peace with everyone and to be holy. Without holiness, no one will see the Lord. See to it that no one falls short of the grace of God and that no bitter root grows up to cause trouble and defile, defile many. And my heart is that this would not be a divisive season, but that we would do everything. We'd make extra effort, and, and it does require at the moment just a little bit of extra effort. That would work hard towards unity, to gathering people, for caring for people, for loving one another. See, as a church, that's what we do. As a church, we're a people, the people of God, gathered together. And it does, it will require a little bit of extra effort. And my hope is that we will actually come out of this stronger. See, I think it's actually a great opportunity to try some different things, to experiment. I love a little bit of an experiment to shift things to and, and call us into the kingdom of God, that we, that we would grow spiritually, that we're not um, just become spiritually complacent. See... Christianity, that we'd have a robust, strong Christianity that is lived out, that is not just a, you know, 60 minutes on a Sunday morning, but that our faith would go with us right throughout the week, and that it would be a strong, robust, God-given, Holy Spirit faith, a dynamic faith. You know, when I think about the church in, um, in China, uh, when it was under persecution, and they had to go into home churches, you know, It grew exponentially when it went into that phase now I don't believe that we're persecuted at the moment we can still worship God we can still gather together there's just a few little restrictions upon us but God he knows he's a good God he saw this coming before we ever did and he will get us through this. You know, I even think of, of the um, the Assemblies of God Church, the Queen Street OG, right back in the early days. They, they couldn't find a building to meet. And they, they met in the um, the Stanley Street tennis courts. And they met outdoors for three months. And over those three months, it didn't rain for a single Sunday. And uh, the church grew from 300 to 1,000 over that over that time. See, while it might look a little bit different, it may, may be a bit... God's still on the throne. He still loves you. He's got this. In uh, Acts 5, verse 42, it says this, talking again about the early church. Day after day in the temple courts and from house to house, they never stopped teaching and proclaiming the good news that Jesus is the Messiah. And, and, And that's what I believe we're called to do. You know, whether it's gathered, whether it's house to house, that we would not stop. We're we'll not neglect meaning together. That we we'll continue to proclaim the good news that Jesus is the Messiah. He's still on the throne. He's not up in heaven wringing his hands going, oh my goodness, what's, what are we going to do? He's a good God who loves you. It's just time that we embrace the challenge, that we go to faith, not go to fear, and we'll walk through together. I'm praying for you, I'm believing for you, so that the goodness of God would be seen in this season. Let me just pray for you as we finish this morning. Dear God, I thank you that you're a good God. Lord, you are a creative God. Lord, you think outside the box. You make new things, you make all things new. And I just pray, Lord, right now, that your presence, Lord, and your power, Lord, would fill people's lives. Lord, I come against fear in the name of Jesus. Lord, and I speak faith and life and liberty and the goodness of God. Lord, let your kingdom come. Lord, let your will be done. Lord, on earth, Lord, as it is in heaven. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Hey, God bless you. Have a great week. See you soon.